Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, that music means only one thing. We've hit Super Bowl Monday. And what am I meant to say? I, I can never quite get my head around why New Zealanders get someone behind it. I think it's the pomp, it's the ceremony, it's like state of origin and those big one-off things. And I know, Sammy, you followed American sport. You spent some time in the US as well. Um, everyone seems to get fizzed up for Super Bowl Monday. Yes. Um, we actually were talking with Watto about it, and um, he made the great point. He's like, when you're in America and there are these massive events on, like, nothing else matters like sport just stops and it was really interesting because um, he spoke with Gerard Waitley and I said to him oh did you talk to him about the cricket the Australian and he said mate like he just won't even have his eyes on it he's in Las Vegas the Super Bowl like nothing else is happening around the world and mm. uh, in their eyes um, and you're right because I think that this is what Americans do so well is that you've got obviously this game of football which is a championship game and your season all builds up to it but you've got halftime shows you've got commercials you've got the fact that it's in Las Vegas like there's just Americans do the off-field stuff so well mm. um, and yeah that I mean I honestly more look forward to the Super Bowl commercials and I love watching them the day after because you don't really see them when you're watching in New Zealand so you sort of go on YouTube and it's like the top 30 Super Bowl commercials you watch them all the day after that's that's the best part I was actually in Las Vegas um, and the 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 last week so I sort of straddled I think I was there Wednesday to Wednesday and the weekend in the middle was the Sunday night was when all the fantasy football leagues closed for um, recruiting your teams in oh, fantasy yeah. football yeah yeah and there were just blokes everywhere, and they'd booked conference rooms and they'd set up laptops <laughs> on these round tables. And one group of, well, when I say college guys, they were at college together 20 years ago, and every year they go to Las Vegas for their fantasy football team. Yeah. And they invited me into the room, and I just sort of sat down and watched them. It was like a stock exchange trading floor, <laughs> swearing. Um, and they were so invested and so involved. And then they just said to me, how do you guys run your fantasy uh, NFL down in New Zealand? <laughs> Doesn't compare. And I was like, mate, we tried fantasy super rugby, didn't work. We've tried this, just sort of didn't work. But um, they are so invested in it. It's actually, yeah, we talk about the fantasy sports quite because I'm a big advocate of, I think, <clears throat> maybe it's a generational thing, but my I get into sports through the fantasy game so like NHL for me I'm a massive fantasy NHL player um, and NRL like addicted to fantasy NRL makes me watch every game makes me follow players I know who they play for what team they play for and to an extent you actually know how well they're going without even watching the game So how do you get Joe Public to take that step to get into fantasy well, in New Zealand? That, I mean you mentioned the Super Rugby thing I think if they actually did it properly if they sort of did it like NRL they would naturally get people buying into it and like I've got so many people into fantasy NRL who aren't even NRL fans you just, all you do and everyone loves a punt but you just say like I'm going to go out today or, or um, over the next couple of days and say to the SEN uh, Z guys hey who's keen for fantasy NRL and the guys who don't want to do it I said boys get yourself into the NRL a little bit 20 bucks on the line the winner takes it all I show them how to do it 
Brendan from Bo- from Broadcast Operations, he's playing fantasy NRL this year. Wow. So I think you can get people into it, but you're right in America, it's a whole different ball game. When I was in the States, I remember I didn't play, but a bunch of my mates did it fantasy NRL, and they did exactly that. They dressed in suits for draft day. Yep. They had We had a room in, at school, I think it was in the science lab, it was a big room. They all rocked in with their suits, briefcases, sort of you know, taking the mickey. But yeah, and they had a whiteboard with all the names <laughs> yep. and the values. Yep. And, oh, that man. was what was in the conference room at the Bellagio. I think and also why people play the video games is because it helps you feel like it, it, you live your dream a little bit like everyone wants to be an NF, like, or you know a, a sports star or a coach or a manager and so it, it's just a little window into like building a team and being clever and if you win you sort of feel like yeah I know my NFL yeah. I know my NHL <laughs> you know, and it always is in our NHL league the guys who always finish bottom it's the same two guys every year and they're guys who don't know anything about NHL you know so like it, that there's some merit in you knowing your stuff if you can finish at the top um, and then you know there's always great prizes and I know in America they do like million dollar giveaways every weekend so like if you're the top player you get a million bucks which wow. is pretty insane um, is that DraftKings? that might be the DraftKings one yeah I see those ads all the time um, but yeah so I mean I, I don't think fantasy runs into the playoffs for NFL because you know mm. you get guys that aren't going to play so it doesn't sort of make sense so they'll be all wrapped up now but um, I haven't actually checked the ticket prices this year for the Super Bowl because that's another thing that always mind-boggling yeah. well when we saw the ticket prices for the LeBron James record-breaking game it's just it's just moon money yeah. um, it's <clears throat> and the swings of prices so if you're like a Super Bowl price ticket price versus the two bottom teams playing each other in a regular season you can probably just purchase someone's membership seat for 20 bucks yeah StubHub, I think. Is, StubHub, is yeah. yeah. I've just got it up now. So uh, the second uh, second highest ever ticket prices, the Super Bowl, um, starting at 4000 and ranging all the way up to 400000 for a suite. Um, the average ticket is around nine grand. But I don't actually know, is it a money thing? Because people talk about it's actually just being able to get a ticket. So like even if you've got the money, you know, like tickets yeah, are so hard to get. You know, you've got until yeah. you know and corporates and all that sort of stuff. But Las Vegas, I mean, that's a great place to have a Super Bowl because people are going to be there for the whole week. And Can you imagine how much it? that week is going to cost the average bunch oh, of yeah. accommodation? You'll, you'll go to the roulette table. You'll go to a show. You'll drink their cocktails. You'll go mm. to Super Bowl. And you'll, you'll be flying home and you'll go, what a week that was. But now you can understand why cities bid so hard for it. Because, yeah, like it's just a windfall for that entire mm, city. Mm, mm. So, yeah, Las Vegas pretty cool. I mean, obviously they want to have their home team there. But uh, Kansas City and Philly, which is um, – you've followed it probably a lot closer than I have because um, you've been talking to people about it. And the general sentiment is that they're the two best teams playing this afternoon. They have I, the same record. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, I saw, uh, when we were picking the other day our – uh, what were we doing? Our bucket list sport event we'd want to go to, and my number two was the Buffalo Bills playing at Kansas City. Oh, because I think the Kansas City Chiefs' home ground atmosphere is one of the best mm. in the NFL. Um, and the other one I always wanted to go to was the Oakland Raiders because they had the dog pound or whatever it was called, and, and that just feral. But I'd just love to go to a Kansas City Chiefs game. But of course, I'm Buffalo Bills guy, so I'd love to see the Bills <laughs> go to Kansas City. Are they in the same? <coughs> Division or conference or whatever. No, nah, Buffalo. Meet that Buffalo got the Jets, the Dolphins. Oh, they're in the Pats. Yeah, yeah the NFC East or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, no, that would be that would be amazing. Well, the Eagles, I'm not a massive Eagles fan. Okay, if, funny enough, though, when I used to play Madden back as a kid, and this is how I got into most American sports, I used to play Madden as a kid, and I was I always played with the Eagles. Um, I really liked Michael Vick; like he was fun to use on the on the I controller. Loved Michael Vick, um, yeah, so pre, disappointed. Pre, yeah, pre uh, pre dog fights. Pre dog fights. Um, but obviously, became a Patriots fan living in Boston, and uh, cannot stand the Eagles because 2018 Super Bowl. Pats, Eagles, and the image that still haunts me was uh, Tommy running a little like flea flicker play, Tommy Brady, where he passes it back to you know Amendola, whoever it was, and then they they do like a little lob pass over the top to Tommy, and he was just so slow and so unathletic. He like puts his hands out and it just like goes. I think he drops it. I think he just like drops it cold. He runs like he's got two wooden legs. He, he so. does. It's <clears throat> it's embarrassing for the man. But he uh, he drops the ball cold and we lost that Super Bowl. I think forty one thirty three. The Eagles won and. I didn't mind seeing them actually win that one because they had a great story that year. I think it was uh, Nick Foles, and they had like sort of not been touted as being a Super Bowl favourite. They were definitely underdogs against the Pats, but they but they came out one. I like an underdog story. So, um, but Kansas City, I don't know. That sort of strike me as you know how people hate the Pats because they're really good. I obviously love them because of because of Boston, but I feel like the Kansas City is sort of that team now. Like with Patriots, like they they're winning all the time. They're making Super Bowls really. I know they've only won one in the last however many years, but they've made three Super Bowls now in four years, whatever it is. I think people are just like, oh, the Chiefs again. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> it's sort of like uh, the Warriors in the NBA. And apparently, there uh, with Super Bowl, they keep tickets aside for the two teams that yep. come at that Kansas City clan will arrive in Las Vegas on mass. And I don't know about you, but when you're at an away stadium supporting your team, you're louder, you're more animated. Yep. It'd be like going to watch the Breakers in Auckland versus going to watch the Breakers in Perth. Yeah. If you're in Perth and you're a Breakers fan, you are mean tall. Yeah. And you want them to know you're there. And yeah. So atmosphere personified. But it's interesting because it's a neutral venue. You know, mm. like you're going to have both teams trying to yes. create a home venue, which yeah. is going to be awesome. So. Um, we won't I don't think we're not going to get into like the specifics of the game because A we're not experts in it but also B by the time people listen to this the game's probably well underway Um, but you are probably familiar with a lot of the power plays that come out from the TAB on uh, on Super Bowl ones and there's always and I love when the TAB do this when it's a big (laughs) event and they just put the most like absurd power plays out there and it's just I don't know what 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 are some of the ones that they usually throw out there it's like uh how long the anthem takes to sing yes that's do they do they still do, do they do that <laughs> I'd one? imagine it's oh, still I don't there. know if they've got the power plays but uh power plays out yet but um but yeah how long the anthem takes to sing um well, I was actually a bookmaker there the first time we offered that yeah and we I went through YouTube and went through all the previous anthems at Super Bowls mm. and then I thought what am I doing like Find the person that's actually singing and see if you can find where they've sung it before and oh. time them. <laughs> so that's what I did. And wow. I found them singing three anthems yep. um, at baseball games and NFL games. And I can't remember the number, but for argument's sake, let's say it was a minute 20. Yep. So we set the line at a minute 20. So it was a minute and under a price, a minute to a minute and 15, a price, minute 15 to minute 30, a price, minute 31 and over. Yep. And every time they'd sung this anthem, it had landed on almost like exactly, for our argument's sake, a minute ten. Mm-hmm. Let's say yep. every time. So we made that the favourite. The anthem singer comes out, and it's accompanied by a band. So slow compared to every <laughs> other time they'd performed it, and it ended up like being a massive over. Yeah. 
And I always wondered if the band leader had had a little investment oh, and yeah. instead of going one, two, three, four, he's gone one, two, three, oh, <laughs> let's take it over. Well, I know um, they do the coin toss as well, don't they? Yeah. they, like, they I mean, that's a stupid one to me. It's just literally 50. It, you know, it's a They'll coin do toss. yards on the first kickoff, yards on this. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's a potpourri of opportunity. So... Um, where are you going to watch? What's your What's your plan for uh, today? We're finishing up this recording, and you're probably going to get in your car and head off. Where are you? Where are we? Well, I, I'm either going to stay here because we've got awesome TVs yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Divorce got good paninis and stuff like that. True. But I feel like I want to be a little bit more Americanized. Mm. I, I want a hot dog. I, one Super Bowl I'll always remember. Neil Sorensen, who was at the New Zealand Rugby Union for a long time, he yep. was actually the head of sports betting at the TAB. And in his first year, he really wanted to work on the culture. Great man, Sauce. And so Super Bowl Monday, he actually couldn't be there. He had a board meeting or something like that. But he ordered in um, American hot dogs and ice cold Budweiser. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. For, and we didn't know. We yeah. didn't know. So, um, you know, counting down to Super Bowl, it's a massive day in the TAB. Full-time whistle goes. In comes the Budweiser and he... He'd got the time wrong. Oh, <laughs> he'd, put, he'd converted yeah. it from Pacific <laughs> or Eastern. He just got it around the right, and it was oh. supposed to arrive just before kickoff. Oh. And, and and then the next day he comes in and goes, "Food arrived, boys." And we said, "Yeah, half the people had gone because it was after full time." Yeah. Do you know that's like almost worse because it's such, it's exactly what you want, but you like because of the time like and we lost the fortune. Of, we I, lost the fortune as a bookmaking company oh, because right. so the favourite one, the first touchdown scorer was a loss the exact margin was a loss so we were all deflated and in comes beer and right now dogs. if people are listening to this they've probably got i'm going to say three or four hours to jump on whenever we're talking about here what are the what are the power plays from when you were at the tab what are the ones that like you people should stay clear of and what are the ones that are generally quite lucrative just like, like yards touchdowns what ones from your experience um, generally the thing you got to remember is, and I'll just try and find one here, you'll get things like um, show more. There we go. Um, Miles Sanders to have 150-plus scrimmage yards and to score two-plus touchdowns. You know what I'm going to say. Mm. There's two opportunities to lose that. Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, power play, I mean, the power plays that have, like, an and are essentially multis. It's people, a two-leg multi. Yeah, yeah. Pe- and people, some of yeah. them have three. You know, eight-plus total touchdowns and five-plus total field goals. So you might get nine field goals and seven, and you're just like, oh, yeah. I'd rather one that says 13 combined touchdowns and field goals for the game. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know something like yeah. that. So just look at the fish hooks in the description. That's all I'd say. One touchdown and one field goal to be scored in each quarter. No, I wouldn't touch that. Mm-hmm. It's just try and find a single thing that has to happen. Like Patrick Mahomes has to pass for X yards. Yep. Do your stats if that comes in, and remember, little fish are sweet. Ooh. Big fish are hard to land. <laughs> Little fish feed you for dinner. Okay, so uh, let's wrap it up. Who who are you picking? And uh, give me an MVP. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, that's easy, isn't it? Well, it is. Like. The quarterback, I haven't done the stats, but the quarterback, mm. a very high percentage of the time, the MVP of Super Bowl, yeah. is the quarterback because yeah. he, he runs the ship, unless you get someone who gets four touchdowns. It's, or it's, it's like a half an NRL, basically always gets it, unless like last year unless Dylan it's Edwards. a New Zealander. Yeah. Correct, yeah. But last year, you know, Dylan Edwards, just you couldn't deny that he was going to be the MVP. So, yeah, I think... I'm leaning towards Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, of course. If the Eagles win, I think Jalen Hurts will be the MVP. 
And then I'm just looking on the TAB now. Travis Kelsey is sort of the next favourite. So if it's not going to be Mahomes or if it's not going to be Hurts, it's going to be one of those. Got yeah, you know, those what you've got to do with all these side things, like live and die on your decision. So if you and me think Kansas City are going to win, you just say they've won and then you go through and pick yeah, what's going to happen in their win. And totally. if they lose... You, you tip your bucket out and go, I right, completely cock that up. But yep. don't try and hedge by going, I'll go a Philadelphia quarterback and I'll go a Kansas City running back and mm. I'll go a total here and a total there. Stick with your onions and either win them all or lose them all. That's, that's exactly what I do with the NRL. Like I decide who's going to win this game and like, is it going to be close? So, you know, say, say the Panthers are playing the Tigers. The Panthers are going to win and they're going to smash them. Mm. Now that I've worked that out, how's it going to happen? Uh, Nathan Cleary is going to hit two field goals. So and so is going to score a try. Whatever and the margin is going to be, thirteen plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't um, go and put a. I'll oh, just put fooey fooey moy moy in to be first call yeah, strike, yeah. just in case they don't totally, win. Yeah, because you you can't win both. Nah, and I think you have to back your what you think is going to happen. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like rather than getting attracted by the different options and odds, just just go with what you think is going to happen. If you think they're going to win, then yeah, tick that Mahomes is going to get MVP. Mm. There you go. Super Bowl. Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So, look, by the time some people listen to this, we, we're going to know who's won and everything we've just said probably be pointless. But Philadelphia have won by 30. <laughs> looking forward to Tuesday where we can uh, revisit the Super Bowl ads and we'll do that. We'll obviously go through all of the analysis and very keen to hear people's um, punting stories the day after. Yeah, so post-punting some people And be honest. Big. Yeah. Be honest Some people will win big. And I, yeah, I'm interested to see what they've gone for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, the full show will be back in earnest on Tuesday. Enjoy your Super Bowl.